Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching this show, if you've just come across it in your internet musings, uh, you don't know who I am. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your your articles of incorporation, getting EIN and DUNS numbers, making sure that you have appropriate contracts, operating agreements, non-disclosure agreements. Um, hey, AP Jackson, uh, I also help you with basic brand protection strategies uh, and hiring policies that don't get you sued for discrimination, <laughs> okay? So those are the things that I help you with. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you, I'm so happy you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting with a specialization in business formation. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah. Because uh, every, a lot of people, you know, they don't necessarily want to go to business school or to law school, uh, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, um, there's just some things that you need to know. So that's why I'm here. So if you're in the startup phase of your business or, you know, if you kind of while and you just need to get some things in order, or if you have a business idea and you just don't know where to start, it's in your head, you don't know how to get it onto some paper. You need to talk to me, okay? Let's talk. Let's talk. So go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book. Hey, Janita, you're uh, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here, guys. Janita Bircher uh, is new to the broadcast. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so if you are in the startup phase of your business, please uh, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation, okay, if you're a first-time client. Also, you will want to download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet. The Biz Launch Cheat Sheet. It is not a game. Is Nancy Anderson here? Um, so somebody downloaded this a while ago, and um, she told me that you know she was getting started on her business, and she gave uh, she gave me an update. She sent me an email on the day that she sent out her you know application for her articles of incorporation. And then she sent me an update to let me know that her LLC had been accepted. And she was able to do all this just with the biz launch cheat sheet, okay? So her business is established in her state. So this is not a game, okay? This biz launch cheat sheet is the real deal. So go download it and go get your business life, okay? Um, but that is enough about me. Uh, oh, no. Also at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a show or you want to catch up on the back shows, I have over 200 videos on my YouTube channel. Um, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast and listen to or watch the recordings, okay? All right. All right. So that's enough about me. Let's talk about the show. The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories from uh, stories that you guys send me, any from anywhere that I can find them. And I pull stories that I think are interesting and that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them. Okay. So this is a time for all of us to get involved. I've got a lot of people coming in on um, Facebook. Hey guys. Um, so this is a time for all of us to get involved. Okay. 
Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to give comments as long as they are respectful, okay? Oh, excuse me. I'm a little parched. Uh, but yeah, but we are going to get started, okay? Um, so the first story that we are talking about tonight, now we are going to be talking a part about a particular religious group. I want to remind you guys that this is a respectful space, um, and we don't, uh, we don't talk bad about what people choose to do with their lives, okay? All right. Um, so how, a, a while ago I did a story about, um, a copyright infringement story. So if you are familiar with the Jehovah's Witness, um, organization, put JW in the comments. If you are familiar with Jehovah's Witnesses, please give me a JW in the comments. Okay. Um, now, uh, if you're not familiar with the Jehovah's Witness, they are, um, a sect of Christianity, um, that believes in, you know, active participation and trying to convert others. Um, you know, they, and, but they're pretty tight lipped about how their things work. Thank you for the JWs, right? Um, they've got cohorts and things, uh, and people become very involved, but they're very, they're a very private organization when it comes to how things run. Thank you for the JWs guys. Okay. Um, here's the issue. So apparently, um, the, Je the Jehovah's Witness organization, they uploaded a series of 74, um, videos. Uh, they were Watchtower Bible and Tract Society videos that were available on the Jehovah's Witness website for, uh, you know, registered members of the Jehovah's Witness organization, right? So they were like, hey girl, we got a video, we have a video, um vault for you. If you are a member of the Jehovah's Witness Church, here's where you go find it. There is a website called Faith Leaks that, uh, where they kind of, um, do investigative reporting on different religious groups and, you know, religious leaders and things like that. Um, and they found these, they went to the Jehovah's Witness website, took all these videos and then uploaded them to their own website, um, they said that they were doing it for public commentary and criticism. Um, and the Jehovah's Witness organization said, uh, excuse me, girl, these videos that you just put up on your website, these are copywritten materials. We created these for our parishioners to watch. These are not for public consumption. Take them down. So Faith Leaks was like, uh, well, no, well, you know, this is fair use you know, we're doing this for public commentary. Now, sometimes there is an argument for fair use when someone uses your work. Like if you watch uh, Saturday Night Live when they do parodies of movies and shows, that is considered fair use. When the news uses clips of movies and TV shows to talk about a segment, that is fair use. Uh, when someone is doing maybe, you know, a, a, an op-ed piece, or a documentary, and they use a snippet of something. Well, no, you'd probably need clearance for that. Either way, um, Faith Leaks was saying, you know, we put this up here so that people, could, you know, could, could know what's going on with the with the Jehovah's Witness organization. Um, but uh, there has been an update on this. Apparently, you know, this went to court, and they did appear before a judge. 
the Jehovah's Witness organization, as well as Faith Leaks. And Faith Leaks um, has, you know, basically admitted to copyright infringement. They, you know, and they never denied it. They said, yeah, we did take these videos. But, you know, they have taken the, they basically have taken the fall. They have, you know, they have taken responsibility for these videos and they are taking them down. The Jehovah's Witness organization said, these are our creations. You can't just take them and put them for public use. This is why copyrights are important. Copyrights, when you have a copyright, if you create something like a book or a movie or a song or a painting or a sculpture, sculpture, or you create a choreographed dance, right? You, if, when you have your legal copyright, that is the, that is the legal thing that says that you own this, that you created this, okay? Now, there are certain inherent copyrights when you create a work of art. However, if in this day and age, if you ever want to sue somebody for copyright infringement in the United States, you must have a legally registered copyrights. The, 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 uh, the court system is no longer trying to hear common law copyright issues. It's about $65 to copyright. So if you are serious about your art, like the JW organization, the Jehovah's Witness organization, organization is serious about their videos, spend that $65 and protect your work. It will, it will, you know, it will save you a lot of heartache in the long run than having to, first of all, prove that you created the work of art and then prove that it was infringed upon, where if you have your copyright, it's already right there, baby. I got the copyright when I did it. It's mine. Now, run me my property or run me my money. So the JW organization, they're getting their way. Faith Leaks is taking down these copyrighted videos, okay? So good for them. Do we have any questions on that? Do we have any questions on copyrights in general? Do we understand how copyrights work? Any questions before we move on? Because the next story is going to be quick. Um, I think we might be done early tonight, so we might have some time for Q&A, um, but we'll keep our eye on the clock, okay? All right, if we're, if we're, set, if we're set to move forward, give me some thumbs up. Let me know if I should. We've got a good amount of people over in Facebook today. Hey, friends. I feel like we've got some new people as well as, you know, our regular core crew. Um, I think we can go on because I'm not seeing anything one way or the other. Um, anyway, moving on to our next story for the evening. Um, are any of you here familiar with the, or, hey, Shonda, um, are any of you here familiar with the organization QAnon? If you are familiar with the organization QAnon, please give me a Q in the comments. If you have heard of the organization QAnon, give me a Q in the comments. If you have not heard of the organization QAnon, give me a question mark. Okay? Okay. You all by yes, creating time. You holding it down for Instagram. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, yes. So if you have heard of QAnon, give me a Q. If you have not heard of QAnon, give me a question mark. And to speed up, um, okay, Shonda gave me a question mark. Margaret Massey said vaguely. Janita gave me a question mark. Creating time. 
said Q, I still, but, ha but still have a question. Okay. So QAnon is basically a far right conspiracy group. So they are pro Trump. They are, you know, pro everything he's about and they create these incredible, you know, conspiracy theories about how the left is trying to take down democracy, right? Um, and they're online. So, whatever. They live in a mama's basement typing on a computer. Um, <laughs> anyway, this, regardless of the subject matter of, of... Margaret Massey said they sound crazy. Yeah, they do sound crazy. Regardless of the subject matter that QAnon indulges in, they are, they, they are growing in popularity or no, or notoriety, however you would like to call it. Um, and people as always are trying to, uh, cash in on the group. So they have, there have been stems for people to trademark the, the name QAnon for merchandise. So people around the world are like, Hey, this group QAnon, uh, I think that they, you know, th they're kind of popular. I think I can make some money off of merchandise so they are filing trademark applications. There was one filed in Australia. There was one filed in Germany. Um, and I liken this to people who try to trademark, uh, you know, the, the names of, of people who are lost to, you know, police violence. I don't agree with QAnon, um, but this is a political organization. I guess you can call them at, at very best. Um, and, you know, if you're not associated with them, it doesn't really make sense to try and trademark the name. When you are trying to trademark something, you have to show that you have a connection to it, right? So, you know, let's say you wanted to trademark the name Cardi B. You couldn't trademark the name Cardi B because Cardi B is a famous person that everybody knows. And you can't, you have no connection to Cardi B unless you're like her manager or something like that, right? So QAnon, we don't know who runs, hey, Blissful Living, we don't know who runs QAnon, but, you know, I guess within theory, it's run by somebody. So if you have no connection to the organization, why are you filing a trademark application? But I thought that this was interesting that you have people who are trying to capitalize on this, um, frankly, racist organization um, to make a buck. But, you know, people are going to people. Um, yeah, but that was just a tidbit. So, yeah, we're definitely going to... Um, hold on. Um, Margaret Massey said, don't you have to be a part of that? Uh, no. Yeah, so Margaret Massey, Margaret Massey asked, do you have to be a part of that group? You answered the question. So when you are, tra so just like when you're trademarking something, right, you can't just trademark something to say that I own the name. You have to trademark it because you are planning to do something in the marketplace. So, uh, if I, tr tr when, when Kim Kardashian trademarked, uh, you know, kimono the first time before she changed her line of shapewear, she trademarked it for shapewear. It wasn't just for the word kimono. And I remember everybody was up in arms like, oh, so I can't use kimono now? And it was like, no, it's just that if you have your own shapewear line, you're not going to be able to call it kimono. So you have to have a connection to commerce and you have to have a connection um, to the thing. So if, if I wanted to start my own clothing line, I wouldn't be able to name it Kim Kardashian, one, because Kim Kardashian has everything trademarked, and two, 
you know, I don't have any relation to Kim Kardashian, right? Um, and she is a celebrity, so I can't just use her name. So I, I, I liken this to QAnon because QAnon is getting to be a well-known group. It, it's kind of, it would kind of be like trying to trademark, you know, Republican Party. Um, so good luck to those trying to trademark, but I don't know how well that's going to work for you, especially if you're in Australia. What, what connection do you have to QAnon, right? All right. Uh, moving on to our final story of the evening, and then we're going to get into Q&A. So if you have questions about starting a business, about contracts, about, um, brand protection strategies, you're going to be able to ask it in the next few minutes. So start gathering yourselves. Okay. But I want to remind you that you are watching uh, NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to hold your hand to help guide you on the path to entrepreneurship, uh, I'm here for you, okay? Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your free 15-minute consultation today, all right? Okay, moving on, moving on to our final story of the evening. Do we have any baseball fans in the house? If you are a baseball fan, please give me a baseball emoji. If you're a baseball fan, give me a baseball emoji. I'm not a baseball fan, really, but, you know, if I'm going to root for a team, it's going to be the Boston Red Sox because I'm from where? Boston, okay? Um, home of the Patriots, the Celtics, the Red Sox, all winners, baby. <laughs> okay, Creating Time is a baseball fan. Awesome. Uh, Creating Time, do you happen to be a fan of the Cleveland Indians. Ooh, y'all, my eyes are so dry. They're smarting. Pardon me. Margaret Massey gave me a baseball emoji and said the Tigers. The Tigers. What city is that, Margaret? Uh, creating Time said nope. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Uh... I don't blame you. I, I feel like the only people who really root for Cleveland teams are people from Cleveland. No, no disrespect to Cleveland. I'm sure y'all are great people, right? You're a Dodger girl. Okay. What city is that? Brooklyn? Wait, Brooklyn Dodgers? Y'all can see that my baseball knowledge is like zero. Okay. Anyway, so the Cleveland Indians, um, like uh the Detroit Tigers, okay. Hi, the sincere God. Okay. So recently, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter, you know, uprising and, you know, people demanding racial equality, there have been a lot of changes in the sports world. Oh, the LA Dodgers creating time? Okay. Uh there's been a lot of changes in the in the sporting world. If y'all remember, uh the football team in Washington, DC that was formerly known as the Washington Redskins. They are trying to come up with a new name. And as of right now, they are, you know, officially known as the Washington football team, right? Um, well, the Cleveland Indians are going through kind of the same thing. They are changing their name because they realize that it is racist. Uh, now, they now it's not just as simple as changing the name. They have to change the name. They have to change the logo. They have to get approval by the league. Um... And they're, they're trying to figure out what are we going to call 
this team. Now, um, as soon as Cleveland announced that they were going to change the team name, people started filing applications to trademark different names for the Cleveland Indians. One of them was um, so, uh, three people trademark tried to trademark uh, the Cleveland tribe. There were three people in three different states within 24 hours that tried to trademark that. Someone tried to trademark the Cleveland Guardians, Cleveland Buckeyes, the Cleveland baseball team. And uh, the one that seems to be catching the most popularity is the Cleveland Spiders. There was, there was a woman, her first name is Amy. She said, you know, I just wanted to kind of be involved in the process. And, you know, I, I went and I did the search and I saw that it wasn't taken. So she knew how to do her trademark search by going to the USPTO office and checking the test trademark database search, right? So she went there, she saw that Cleveland Spiders wasn't taken, and she filed her application for the Cleveland Spiders. Now, you might say, well, this might cause problems for, you know, the, the Cleveland Indians because people are trying to trademark all these names. But these names haven't been approved yet, and as well, Cleveland has some names that they have trademarked on their own, such as the Cleveland, they own the trademarks to the Cleveland Naps, the Cleveland Bronchos, the Cleveland Blues, and the Cleveland Tribe. Now, if you remember, three people tried to trademark the Cleveland Tribe as soon as the Indians said that they uh, didn't, that, that they were going to change the name. So that means that those three people, they did not do their research and they didn't see the tribe was already was already trademarked. So they have lost their application money with the USPTO office because just because you made the mistake of not doing your research does not mean the USPTO is going to give you your money back. So they're out somewhere between 225 to $475, but whatever, okay? So I want what I wanted to do to do with you guys before this story ended was I wanted you guys um um Margaret Massey said, tribe still sounds racist. You know what? Yeah. Apparently they're doing discussions with local um, Native American groups to, you know, get input on the names. So I'm sure that they'll come up with something that is less offensive. But I wanted to know from you guys, what do you think would be a good name for, uh, to replace the Cleveland Indians? If you think spiders, the Cleveland spiders would be a good replacement name, give me a spider emoji. If you think they should uh, try, if you think Cleveland tribe would be a good uh, ch name change, give me a T. If you think Cleveland, uh, AP Jackson said the Cleveland Ohioans. The Cleveland Ohioans. Okay, is is that how people from Ohio refer to themselves? Ohioans? I thought, well, you know what? That okay, okay, Cleveland Ohioans. Yes. I like it. Let's do For a minute I was like, isn't this you know what I was thinking, AP Jackson? I was like, is it Ohio? For some reason in my head I thought Cleveland was in Illinois. Um, <laughs> Geography was not my forte, but yes, so, uh, 
so yes so give me some it's different yes it is different okay it is different so give me give me some ideas guys what do you think the cleveland indians could change their name to what do you think would be an appropriate name do you think any of these names are good options spiders tribe guardians buckeyes baseball team uh or the ones that they already own naps bronchos blues or they do own tribe do you think any of these names are suitable replacements for the Cleveland Indians? Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. I feel like I'm with Margaret on this. I think the tribe still sounds racist. I don't think that they should call the, uh, the team the Cleveland tribe. Uh, I'm not sure where Spiders comes in. I'm not sure why it's so popular. If somebody from Cleveland, is there a history of Cleveland with Spiders? Let me know. Um, you got another call? Okay, good night, creating time. All right. Let me know. Uh, Cleveland, oh, Margaret Massey said Cleveland Scramblers or Spiders. Does Cleveland have some connection to Spiders? Do they have some connection to Spiders? Let me know. I would like to know. Anyway, um, so we will have to wait to see what Cleveland ends up calling themselves. But there, there is a tide changing in sports, guys. These teams have had these names for decades, 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 decades. And they are finally, you know, hearing the people's cries that, hey, this is racist. Please change it. Uh, AP Jackson said, I agree with Margaret on Tribe. So do I. I don't think Tribe is a good choice. I think that, you know, they can do a lot better. I'm sure there's a lot more to Cleveland at the, you know, look, your football team is named the Cleveland Browns. You can't get any more basic than that. Call yourself the Cleveland Reds, the Cleveland, well, not the, no, ooh, you know, let's stay away from colors. (laughs) Anyway, um, good luck to the Cleveland Indians. So we are going to move into what is Cleveland. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, whenever I've heard of Cleveland, it has it has never usually been in a positive manner. I usually hear that there is very high unemployment. I know that it used to be a, a big, um, I think a big factory city. But other than that, I'm not sure. Um, I also know that there used to be a show with, uh, oh my gosh, okay. There used to be a show with, um, gosh, this comedian, I forget his name. Anyway, it was, it was set in Cleveland, uh, but I don't, I don't know what Cleveland is famous for. Anyway, uh, good luck to the people of Cleveland and naming your team, all right? Okay, so we have a couple of minutes before we wind down for the night. We've got about three minutes. So if you guys have any questions about the startup uh, process, about starting your business, about how to protect your brand, about contracts, Margaret Massey said the Cleveland Crawlers. Okay, all right. Um, now is the time. Um, and as we do that, I want to close out and let you and remind you guys that uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business, make sure that you book your free 15-minute consultation with me to get you on the good foot of entrepreneurship, okay? Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your appointment today. Also, make sure that you download the free biz launch cheat sheet. 
to get you to help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page and the podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, those are the announcements that I have for you today. We'll be back tomorrow with more stories. Hopefully this sheen on Facebook will be out of here. I don't know. It's like this like sepia tone thing. I don't know how to get rid of it, but you know, we'll rock with it for tonight. So take care of yourselves, you guys. Uh, Be well, wash your hands, wear your masks, uh, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.